You're listening to The Real Rebel Podcast, audio coffee edition. This is for the people who push the boundaries of our society. For the people who live on the fringe. For the people who aren't afraid to question the status quo and live life as exactly who they are, not as who they should be. These are the people who make us uncomfortable, who speak truth and break glass ceilings, who aren't afraid to stand up and face themselves, who refuse to be oppressed and help us expand and evolve the edges of humanity. These are the real rebels, and this podcast is for them. Hey guys, it's your host, Katie B, and welcome to this Monday morning episode of Audio Coffee, or whatever day this one finds you at. If this is your first time here, essentially how it goes down is I will riff on a subject of choice, and I will pull some energy cards, and then at the end, I whip up a Monday mashup, so a mix of previous guests and their super wise wisdom mixed with some music. So... The topic that came to me actually came to me earlier than it usually does. So usually I wait until Saturday or Sunday or so um, to to kind of tap into something to talk on. And this one came earlier and I actually, you know, when I pulled, I pull from my energy deck or I pull from this, um, I don't know, tarot deck or something, whatever you want to call it, I pull from it and I pulled from it for myself. Uh, actually, I believe it was on Thursday. And I, it just stuck. It just really stuck. And I feel like it's something that um, needs to be talked about and perhaps needs to be heard. So the subject, as you may have already read in the title, which I don't know what I'm going to title this exactly as, but it's something around the topic of expecting to rise um, and the dangers of expecting to rise. Because I feel like there is, you know, this narrative in the, you know, you could call it the spiritual community or whatever you want to call it. There is this expectation that we and there's there's a story told that you fall and then you rise and you fall and you rise which is true it's very very true but i think sometimes we can get caught up in expecting to rise immediately after we fall or we put time constraints on our rise and our fall because we think, okay, um, I've faced some shit. I've been down in this pit of darkness for however long. I'm ready to go now. It's about time. The moon is over here and the stars are over there. And so-and-so said this, and I got this sign over here that, that I should be rising. So where the fuck is my energy? And where, how come I'm not getting inspired? And you know, all of this. And, and, and it could be for a number of reasons. But I think the first step is releasing the expectation that we are supposed to rise at any certain time or supposed to fall at any certain time. When we invite our mind into the mix and it starts to tell us, I mean, our mind loves linear things. It loves um, the constructs of time. It loves all of these kinds of things. And so when we invite it into the mix, it's like, okay, um, my, you know, research over here tells me that this person here says that I should rise and I'm feeling uncomfortable here in the darkness. So um, it's about time. I should be going up now. I should be rising. And then that only makes us 
you know, when, when it's not time or when we haven't fully faced whatever it is we're, we're supposed to be facing, whatever is surfacing for us, it only makes us constrict or even more, it only makes us cut ourselves off from the flow. It, it, we, we are no longer surrendered. Instead, we are in our minds and we have this expectation that we are supposed to shift and we're supposed to change. And that just makes it worse. And maybe perhaps we can muster up, muster up enough energy to, um, you know, climb a few steps up and we can feel like, yes, I'm getting somewhere. This is what's supposed to happen. My mind tells me this is how it's supposed to be and it's happening only to fall again and then perhaps fall twice as hard because and twice as far because this time we are feeling even more defeated and even more frustrated because we're back where we started and, you know, we're even deeper this time. So I think essentially the message I'm trying to get across here is that if you feel you've, you know, been in the darkness or you've been facing some hard stuff um, and, and you see other people around you and they're starting to, you know, or it appears that they are, you know, doing amazing things and they're moving on with their life and all this kind of stuff, um, release the expectation that it's supposed to look number one, anything like theirs. And number two, that you're supposed to rise and fall on some kind of timeline. It's absolute bullshit. Where you are is where you're supposed to be is where you're meant to be. And I think something that's really helpful with this is releasing all of the labels that we put on darkness and light and uh, falling and, you know, attaching time or any kind of linear structure to our path or our process, because there really is no destination. So why are we so obsessed with where we are along our path? Where we are now is exactly where we're supposed to be. Because if there is no destination, then all we have is now. And and now and here is the only place we're ever meant to be. And maybe that place sometimes is a little uncomfortable because it's trying to show us something. And maybe that time is full of joy and we, we just can't help but want to stay there forever and soak it up. Whatever it is or wherever you are, I mean, there is no place. You are where you are, and and that's where you're supposed to be. And I think, too, also releasing the idea that that the fall, just because it's, it's hard and confronting, is a negative thing. I think it's important to be aware of the world of spirituality as it is becoming trendy. It's becoming something that is you know, a hot topic. And we start to listen to these people who perhaps um, are, are talking about it because it is trendy. And then there's the stories that we, um, that we cultivate around what it's supposed to look like, which, you know, is dangerous because we don't know. And nobody's path is going to look like anybody else's. And I'm totally um, guilty as well. I talk about the rise and the fall all the time. But I also talk about how our paths are our paths, and they're not supposed to look like anybody else's, which means, you know, for example, I had a heartbreak in 2017. And I was in a dark pit for over a year. And everything in my mind wanted to tell me to get up out of that place. Like, you know, it's been three months. 
I, I should be ready to go now, my heart should be healed, or it's now it's been six months, when am I going to start to turn this corner? Let's go, let's go, let's go. I, you know, now it's been a year, I should be dating, I should be doing these things. And the truth was that I, I still needed to be in that darkness. There was a lot of sadness that needed to come up. There was a lot of parts of myself that I needed to look at. And there was a lot. And this work, if you're committed to seeing all of yourself and and doing the shadow work and inviting up to the surface the parts of yourself that you have perhaps kept hidden or that have been deeply seated in the past it's going to take some time and some patience as these old emotions and energies run through your body and and as you do the work and the truth is the work is never really done that's why we're here all of that being said there is a point that we get to where we can get too comfortable in the darkness because it becomes the norm. We can get too comfortable in the feelings of sadness or depression or this story that we're always struggling, we're the victim, we're even the story of like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm so spiritual, I'm facing all of my stuff, that's why I'm crying all the time, that's why I'm, you know, this way all the time, you know, and it all stems back to just being aware of yourself and and taking that um, seat of the soul perspective and, and asking yourself the honest question, really, am I here, you know, am I here because there's something more for me to learn? Or, you know, am I done? And and you'll know, there's no one who's going to be able to tell you when you're done. And there's and your mind isn't going to be able to tell you either. You'll just know, you'll know, and you can always come back to that seat of that soul, that part of yourself that is that wisdom that knows. It's whether or not we decide to tune into it. And then again, whether or not we decide to trust it once we had. And maybe a part of your journey is stewing in the darkness to the point where it does become a pattern. And then you have to realize and get yourself out of the pattern. Who the f- who knows? <laughs> who knows? I think it's just important to release judgment around our process and also to surrender to whatever it may be and release the expectation that it's supposed to look like anything other than exactly what it's looking like right now. Okay. <laughs> With that, uh, I am going to pull the cards that um, were felt very uh, solid and heavy and like I needed to speak them to you guys. So I hope it I hope it rings true. And there are three of them again. And as always, the link to the deck that I use and anything mentioned uh, will be at realrebelpodcast.com in the show notes as well as pictures of each of the cards that I pull because they are beautiful. And it is kind of neat to see because you hear me read them and you hear the name. But it's also another thing to actually look at the image because perhaps the image has something to tell you that I don't or that the book doesn't. So anyway, let's get into the card pull for this episode. All right, here we are. Card pull segment. Welcome. (laughs) Oh, man, you know, sometimes you just got to embrace your nerdiness because what would this world be without all of our weirdness? Okay, so the first card that I pulled is called Stand Still, and I will read it to you now. When Stand Still appears, it is a symbol of pausing, the act of observation and breathing space. It represents the benefits of temporary non-action as well as what happens when one is stuck. 
When things seem to stall or stagnate, or when you feel stuck, this symbol appears as a reminder that constant action isn't going to get you where you want to go. Perhaps it's time to gather more information, or just wait until the universe makes the next move. No matter what, this moment is a beautiful gift orchestrated in your favor. Enjoy it. Let the universe bring all of the parts together for the highest good. Go and play. Recharge and take the focus off whatever is stalled. Life will get busy again for you sooner than you think. Time to get out of analysis paralysis. Stand still invites you to turn within, breathe, and recognize this is the condition of the moment. It allows you the opportunity to bear witness to whatever is going on before movement resumes. This is also an opportunity to abort a project to exit before damage. And it may also be time to relieve you of unnecessary burden that you took on without considering the cost. Which one it is depends on your stopping, taking a breath, quieting your mind, and removing all your distractions. Then you can make your next move in a grounded, relaxed, detached way. When something doesn't go the way you think it should, remember the following. What is yours cannot be taken away. That's a good one. Yeah, I think it speaks for itself. So I'm just going to move on to the next one. Okay, here we are. The next card, the second of three, is called the Vision Quest. It's a magnificent looking card. Super badass. Okay, I will read it to you now. In the Vision Quest, you face your fear embrace your mortality, and then meet face-to-face with spirit. When we feel stagnant, a vision quest brings our lives into perspective. We realize our flaws, our potential, and the opportunities life is now offering us. We remain on a vision quest until we find the key to open a new door or write a new chapter in our lives. Find clarity by spending time alone in nature. If you live in a city, go for walks in a park. If you live in the country, make sure that you spend time outside in contemplation. Get off the couch, get away from your desk, go outside. Spirit helps those who help themselves. So set your intention and ask nature for a guiding vision for your life. Spirit has been trying to contact you but received no answer. You are too busy with your life and there is too much noise inside your head. Do not miss the call again. Make room for quiet time this evening. Allow yourself to become bored for a little while, and you'll be able to hear the important message trying to get through. Again, I think that one speaks for itself, so I'm going to leave it. And I'm going to read the final one to you now. Okay, here we are. The final card is The Hunter, and I'm going to, guess what, read it to you now. Here we go. Before the dawn of agriculture, we hunted in the forests to feed our kin. The hunter never takes more than what the village needs to survive, often taking only one creature, the good kill. He is a master tracker who knows which path to follow to find success. Rely on your own skills to traverse the thick forest you are in to reach your destination. You need to follow the tracks left by spirit to claim your bounty, which is already prepared and being offered to you. Do not follow the maps drawn by others, as they will not lead you true. Instead, become the map maker, 
Find your internal compass and use all your senses, including your common sense. Don't settle for the roadkill. It could be poison. Be careful that you do not become the prey of your desires and fantasies. Remember to not want more than you need, so you are not guided by unbridled ambition. It is okay to come home empty-handed. I will speak a bit on this because I got some little intuitive hits for a few sentences, one of them being, do not follow the maps drawn by others as they will not lead you true. Um, Yeah, I mean, and then it says, instead, become the map maker, find your internal compass and use all your senses, including your common sense. I think, especially, you know, in this day and age, there's so much information available at our fingertips, and it's a really good thing. But I also think that sometimes it can cut ourselves off from trusting our own inner wisdom. Um, because sure, you read my writing on the Real Robo Podcast Instagram, and that's great, and maybe it helps you. But it will never ever be a comparison to what rests within you in the seat of your soul and what you know to be true. So I think it's important to also, you know, like in a recent post that I wrote, you look to the left, you look to the right, there's nothing there for you. We compare ourselves to other people all the time and to other people's paths or processes, or like I was talking about in the beginning, when we expect ourselves to rise. And the truth is, it's it's such a dangerous game to play. And, and you don't know really what it's going to look like. All you can do is kind of ride the wave. It's like being a surfer and having the expectation that you can demand when the wave will be coming in or when the next set is coming and what they'll look like. You can't. All you can do is sit on your board and be where you are and ride the next one that comes or choose not to ride it. Choose to, you know, dip under it. I'm not a surfer. I'm not going to pretend I'm going to be, but that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge on surfing. But, um, but yeah. So, and also too, was not settling for roadkill. And and being okay with be- coming home empty-handed, I think in our society especially, it's very linear, it's very masculine, very patri- patriarchal, and it has been for a long time, which means we have this narrative in our mind that we are supposed to be always producing, always, you know, productive, always bringing something home, something to show, something to prove to ourselves and to the ones we love that we're worthy of taking up space here and we're worthy of being here. And maybe it's time to let that go because I think we're burning ourselves right out. And that's not healthy. It's crazy. And, you know, it's okay to come home empty handed. It's okay to go on some epic quest and you've been on it for years. And then to be like, you know what? This isn't for me. I'm done. (laughs) So, you know, and, and wipe your hands clean of it. So we have to be willing to lose it all. And this has come up a few times for me recently, once when I interviewed Lee Harris, which the episode is coming out this Wednesday, and then another time when I was talking to my lovely coach or mentor, Kylie Redhead, and she said, you know, Katie, you have to be willing to lose it all. You have to be willing to lose it all. Because the truth is, it's not what you come home with. It's the journey that you took. That's the important part. Um, but it's very difficult to trust in that because we live in a society that tells us that we need to always be consuming and we need to 
play a role in this consumer culture that we need to always be bringing something home and always be draping ourselves in things and doing things to prove to the world that we are worthy of being here. And it's so dangerous because really you don't need to be doing anything to be deemed worthy. You're here, you're worthy, the end. Um, Yeah, (laughs) this was a good one. I really enjoyed it and I hope that you did too. Uh, I hope you got something out of it. And now I will leave you with my masterful DJing skills and put together a mix for you to help you uh, perhaps feel at ease wherever it is you happen to find yourself. Okay, let's dive right on into the Monday mashup. Because the world is moving at that pace, and I think too even now energetically there's a lot of energy and shift and change happening as well so it's like it's a lot it's just a lot and if you are sensitive I think it's a recipe for burnout but then if you don't like how I sometimes experience it is that if I don't feel like I'm doing the work or constantly moving forward there's that fear that I'm going to fall behind when you're about 27 28 29 you're reaching that point where you're about to enter your 30s and there's a lot of internal pressure going on around thoughts like this wasn't what I thought my life was going to be who am I really I haven't accomplished as much as I thought I should the partner that I'm with doesn't quite fit who I am anymore because I'm not who I was when I was 25 or 24 or 23 you know you're really figuring out who you are in your 20s yeah and around that age of 30 you start to realize what is in alignment and what is not Letting go of the comparison game, which is something that I have done so much the last couple of years, especially, and just being like, oh, well, I really want this and I would love to be as, you know, recognized or good as this person. But then, like, that's silly. You know, like, yes, it's okay to want those things, but it's also like, I don't want to compare myself to that person because our journeys have been totally different. I think one of the biggest issues with social media is just that it makes it so easy for people to compare their everyday lives with all its ups and flows and ups and downs with just like the highest, most picturesque moments of other people's lives, whether that's the travel accounts you follow or just your friends who are, you know, all appear to be really successful and like comparison is at the root of so much unhappiness and social media, unfortunately, I think probably the biggest negative side effect of it is that it just makes comparison that much easier to do. So I think what happens is people, they see people out there getting it right. They think, oh, you know, that power couple or these people or that woman. And it's all of these projections around how perfect they have it and how great it is. And maybe they have something going on that you want for yourself, or maybe they've worked on something that's going really well for them, but don't assume that they just had that handed to them. It's very unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And possibly we're not seeing the whole truth. We're ultimately here to learn. That's the whole point of being alive. We're here to learn and grow and to evolve on a consciousness level so that at some point We can return to God, we can return to love, we can return to what our true nature is. As my life was like diverging way off this path that I had envisioned for myself, it was hard for me to figure out like, am I following my own path now? Is this hard because like 
I don't know, like I had all these ideas of what I wanted my life to look like and none of it was working out. <laughs> I, think, I think everybody listening can be like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. You're okay where you are right now and, and you're going to be fine and, and maybe I need to be here for a while. Maybe my feet need to be cemented to the ground for a while because there's something that is here for me. And in order to be in that place you need to release the expectation that you're supposed to be anywhere else i identify more on the introverted empath like side of things so for me it's it's actually crucial yeah. to be alone to be in stillness to be in nature to be outside of go mode yeah and i think you know having a business on social media has been an interesting journey to navigate as well especially around overwhelm because mm. there's always a, the potential to get on instagram and see all these people crushing it and creating all this beautiful content. And you're yeah. like, shoot, I need to be doing all of this, this, and this. And yeah. it's like, calm down. No, it's you too don't. Much. Yeah. It's too much. And there's also this interesting pressure, I think, among millennial people to make something out of their lives. Oh like there's my this God, like yes. cultural meme around like wake up every day and crush it and like yeah. build your dreams and reach your goals and all that stuff. And we just, I don't think we had that pressure even just 20 years ago or 15 years ago the same way we do now. The only thing I'm crushing today is my bed and like working <laughs> in my pajamas, but um, crushed <laughs> crushing it. Um, how to shower, owning life, <laughs> you know? We're all human. Yeah. And then we forget that. Yeah. You know, everybody has bad days. Oh, yeah. Or bad weeks or bad months. Yeah. Nobody is getting away with life without, you know, what, what I was saying with the dark night of the soul. Everyone goes yeah. through those phases, you know, yeah. and sometimes they're heavier, sometimes they last longer. I mean, it's different for everybody, but we have to remember that everyone is having their own unique process that is perfect for them and for their healing. Mm. Right. That's an important distinction. Yeah. Success is, should be defined by, like, how, how kind you are. You know, how many people you've touched, how many people you've inspired, how many people you've helped. Mm -hmm. You know, how can I look at my own life experience and say, okay, this might be hard right now, but it's probably teaching me something really important. And if I give that attention to myself rather than constantly comparing, I'll probably understand that importantness. Yes. <laughs> like, what this is about a lot more readily than, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's not about getting to a point where suddenly it's all been worth it because I think every stage of the journey it's worth it because you're you're making something and you're putting yourself into it and it becomes its own thing. It's okay to not be okay with where you're at and it's okay to be scared to not even want to change it maybe for a little while or like, you know, like it's, it's okay to be there. It's normal, normal feeling. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into this audio coffee episode of the Real Rebel podcast. If you never want to miss another one and you haven't already subscribed, head on over to iTunes and click that button. And while you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review. It just helps to get this podcast into more of our Rebels' ears. Music for the intro on this episode is a custom track done by my guy Nathan from Extra Deluxe. And music played throughout the Monday mashup is called Away with the Fairies by Philanthrope and Sleepy Fish, both of which you can find links to in the show notes. Okay, until next time. <laughs> <laughs>